0: Hi, folks. This is the Power of Storage podcast, and I'm Mick Turner. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to Jody Hoagland, and we're going to have a chat about Dell EMC's storage portfolio. So, Jody, perhaps you could introduce yourself.
1: Hey, thanks, Mick. My name is Jody Hoagland. I'm a global technology evangelist for Dell EMC corporate inside of the storage business unit.
0: Great. Thanks, Jody. And I know uh, you and I uh, have been on the road in the past. We've been doing trainings. So um, we've kind of both been exposed for quite some time to this, what we've in the past referred to as the winning roadmap. Obviously, when Dell and EMC came together, we had two storage portfolios and we had a very strategic approach to how we were going to consolidate those into one winning roadmap and, and one final kind of portfolio of solutions. And whilst we've been talking to that for quite a while, it's only really recently that we've actually realized the full portfolio of power products. And in fact, they're all now branded as power products. I wonder if you can just touch on us, on this very briefly for us, a little bit about the portfolio and why we have the portfolio that we do have.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I can remember, Mick, you and I working together, you know, a while back talking about this strategy and winning roadmap and direction and and bringing things together, you know, several years ago. Uh, And here we are. uh, And we're seeing the vision of Michael Dell and Jeff Clark and our executive staff and leaders, you know, bringing this vision to fruition to say, look, we want to have a single consolidated high end, a single consolidated mid-range, a single consolidated entry a single consolidated, unstructured, unified architecture for file, and a single software defined. And what we've seen that, you know right now is, is that has is all come together with this powering up of, of the portfolio and having PowerMax at the high end, power store in the mid-range, power vault is our entry-level strategy. And then that, that unstructured and, and unified side having power scale, and then software defined being power Flex. And so I think regardless of, you know, if our customers are looking for that high-end tier zero environment, if they're looking for enterprise class mid-range architectures or entry-level solutions, unstructured, highly scalable, best-in-class unstructured file solutions, or even industry-leading software-defined storage, right? we've got that all encompassing now with the Powered Portfolio.
0: From a more generic perspective, we have a portfolio of converged infrastructure and hyper-converged infrastructure. Uh, maybe you can kind of just touch on uh, the a little bit more with regards to how the core storage products fit in with that broader portfolio of uh, of IT solutions that we provide.
1: Yeah. So, from a from a storage perspective, you know. When you look at those converged infrastructures or three-tier architectures where customers are wanting you know different forms of scalability between storage network and compute that's where we lean in on technologies you know like the x-block where we can have different profiles for the compute environment the network environment and the storage environment so we fully embrace that and customers that are looking uh, to to develop those environments and, and pursue those environments you know, from a, from a buy versus build. They don't have to go try to put all these pieces together. We can give them an engineered solution uh, that meets those requirements, leveraging these bits and pieces of our primary storage power portfolio, right? So having a full stack that's designed around automation and orchestration that also has our core storage portfolio built into it and the capabilities there. So if you're looking for a completely autonomous package, you know, deploying, right, you've got that with Power One. If you want to leverage independent scalability of three-tier architectures, we, we can meet that with VX Block.
0: Cool, which which obviously gives you a huge amount of flexibility in terms of the kind of workloads that you can now deploy. Exactly. Yeah, so one of the other questions that comes to mind as well is obviously, Um, There's a lot of folks moving to the cloud. I think we within Dell see a multi-cloud solution. Many of our customers absolutely require um, uh, capacity and IT infrastructure on-prem. They're also very intelligently using the cloud. Uh, They want to push workloads into the cloud. They want to be able to pull workloads back. Can you maybe talk a little bit about how we're making that on-prem experience a little bit more like the cloud experience in terms of, you know, integration with containers uh, and automation tools that, that integrate across the whole portfolio.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of customers that are, that are doubling down on building hybrid cloud, you know, private cloud infrastructure, that on-prem infrastructure that has the look and feel of the public hyperscalers or public cloud providers. As a result, you know, we, we are leaning in with VMware to deliver operational consistency regardless of, of what the infrastructure looked like from our, from our portfolio perspective. So if a customer is leveraging PowerMax or PowerStore right, inside of that environment, they can lean in on the operational consistency of, of VMware right, to have that data mobility and application mobility across different landscapes. Also, self-service provisioning right, spinning up environments on demand. So getting that same look and feel as they would get from the hyperscalers. But along with that operational consistency, we also know that you know, customers are trying, as you mentioned, Mick, they're trying to figure out how do we connect these data sets up to hyperscalers, up to cloud environments. And that can be a bit of a challenge at times because let's say, for example, you have 100 terabytes of data uh, that, that you want to connect up to a cloud provider. And you connect that up to AWS. And AWS has a particular set of services, but guess what? So does Azure. And so does Google Cloud or GCP. And so each of them offer these unique services and capabilities that the other one doesn't offer. And so oftentimes customers will find themselves with that 100 terabytes of data, if they go all in and put that 100 terabytes in one particular hyperscaler, it's then stuck. So how do they take that data? and get operational consistency or put a copy of that data in the Azure cloud or in the GCP cloud and and run all of them simultaneously leveraging the benefits of of multi-cloud along with what they're doing on-prem. That becomes a big challenge. And so we have, you know, cloud storage services capabilities, which enables our customers to have that operational efficiency of primary storage in their on-prem data center. Then you get Storage in a cloud based location. right? So if you've got a power store here, you get a power store in a cloud based location that's 100% an operational model that you can take that 100 terabytes, create snapshots or thin clones of those data sets, and mount those up to all of the cloud providers simultaneously. Now you've solved the data gravity problem, you solve the egress problem, you solve the, the continuity problem between cloud providers. So whether it's on prem, or whether it's public cloud, leveraging the operational consistency of VMware and VMware's tools and capabilities, but simultaneously, you know, leveraging our primary storage capabilities and delivering upon that as well.
0: For the benefit of perhaps some of the folks that are new uh, to Dell EMC and the the storage portfolio that we have, maybe you could give us a quick kind of the three bullet points for each of those key uh, members of the portfolio that we have with regards to what are the kind of usage models that we see these platforms um, typically deployed in?
1: Yeah, when we look specifically at PowerMax, you know, we're talking about tier zero environments, you know, maximizing availability. You're talking about an array that can scale to multi-petabyte scale, but yet, and upgrade the entire infrastructure in sub six seconds. And and so customers, they're there, they're, you know, they're completely investing in that architecture for those environments. You know, if we look at that mid-range category with PowerStore, we're talking about delivering a system, you know, that's enterprise capable, reliability uh, and availability, all while delivering tons of data services that's very cost effective. Uh, You can't take a single PowerStore appliance and scale it to the level that you can, you know, when you're looking at PowerMax, right? There are advantages to being in that, that PowerMax top-end versus the mid-range. However, uh, it doesn't take away from our enterprise use cases and availability, right? We get massive scalability in PowerStore. We get tons of features and integration points looking at all the different plugins in the industry, looking at very specific VMware integration. Highly scalable storage uh, and an independent profiles of those storage in PowerMax. You know, if you go to into a PowerMax 8000, all of your controllers are identical. Everything's the same. You have InfiniBand connectivity and architecture, right? That brings benefit, but also brings cost. In the mid-range environment, we don't have any of those requirements, so we can have different appliance types in a PowerStore cluster. And we don't have any kind of dedicated interconnects. We can leverage the pre-existing environment that a customer brings to the table from a network perspective. On the entry level side, we're looking at customers that wanna do direct attached storage. And in some cases, Power Vault is also highly suitable for high performance compute clusters because you're talking about environments that don't need data services. You're not worried about deduplication and compression and snapshotting and replication in most cases with Power Vault. You're looking for a platform that can deliver low-cost storage, that's highly scalable, and doesn't have data services that get in the way of its performance. Right? So that's what we see in that Power Vault in that entry-level space. When you move into the unstructured side of the house with PowerScale, now you're talking about customers with massively scalable file environments and unstructured data environments. Customers that have petabyte level scale, but you're managing a single instance of one thing. We just talked about uh, integration with cloud infrastructure and cloud services, and we have the OneFS file system, what runs underneath PowerScale, now available natively in GCP or in Google Cloud, right? So that type of capability for unstructured data is there. And when we look at software defined with PowerFlex, there is no one on the planet that can meet the performance profile of what we deliver with PowerFlex, right? This is hypervisor agnostic, infrastructure agnostic, right? And yet gives customers the ability to create and build their own environment from a software-defined perspective, delivering maximum performance and the lowest latencies possible in a completely software-defined infrastructure.
0: So what kind of customers are you see kind of taking up that uh, software defined, storage, solution, and what kind of use cases specifically uh, is it most commonly used with?
1: We see lots of deployments and adoption in the financial industry because of that requirement of, of instantaneous response time, the lowest levels of response time, maximum performance and scalability. So it is very popular in the finan- financial industry.
0: Is there kind of anything on the horizon? I know we can't reveal anything that's uh, NDA, but um, you know, where do we go from here? Do you think?
1: Yeah, it's interesting, Mick. You know, as we talk to our customers, one of the one of the focuses that we have mm-hmm. and that, that I have when I talk to customers about uh, powering up the portfolio and and this executive vision that that Michael Dell and Jeff Clark have laid out, as we consolidate this portfolio, we have staple integration points. You know, the machine learning, the cloud integration, the storage class memory capabilities, right? Uh, that's a great example to look at. Uh, Is not just leveraging technologies like NVMe, but storage class memory or persistent memory capabilities. We were the first enterprise class array to, to come out with a tier zero architecture. So when we look at this thing from a vision and a strategy, we're seeing our entire portfolio getting engineered with machine learning, and artificial intelligence, making sure data is in the right place at the right time in flight without having to manage complex tiers. So, you know, as we look to the future, Mick, you're going to see, you know, investment and continued strategy in these next generation technologies and capabilities and bringing that even closer and tighter into the entirety of the portfolio.
0: So this story is by far from complete. We've got, I think, a lot to look forward to. I want to thank you very much, Jody, for joining us today. All
1: right. Thank you, Mick.
0: No problem. I'm Mick Turner, and this has been the Power of Storage podcast. Thanks a lot. We will see you next time.